Jesus, we thank you, God, for who you are. We're reminded of the scripture today. You say, forget the former things and don't dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Don't you perceive it? Now it springs up. You're going to make a way in the wilderness, streams in the wasteland. God, I pray today that you would show fresh new ways to your people today. God, forgive us if we've been stuck in the past saying yesterday was better. God, help us to lean into where you're going. Help us to lean into making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Father, I know that there are people within this room and maybe watching online right now, you, we need a way. We see the wilderness, we see the dryness, but you're gonna bring streams where only you can. So Father, I just pray that you would meet needs as only you can. God, I pray that you would heal wounded hearts from yesterday. God, I pray that you would heal the finances from yesterday. God, I pray that you would heal those relationships from yesterday and help us to lean in to where you're going. Help us to see you in a fresh new way. You're doing a new thing. We want to perceive it. We want to see it springing up, God. So God, I pray that you would just meet the needs in this room, meet the needs in our families. God, we bring them to you and we say thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you, God, for being in this room. Thank you that you're in every part of this building right now ministering to our children, our babies, our adults and grandparents. God, I just thank you that you're here. We pray that you would continue to speak to our hearts and help us to know why you brought us to this place today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much. You may be seated today. And uh, today's gonna be a fun day. It's gonna be different. How many love different? Okay, there we go. There we go. How many are different? Okay, sorry. Don't point fingers at people. It's, uh, but hey, we're so glad you're with us today. And uh, just before we get into uh, the different part, we've got, we've got several announcements that I want to share with you today that I think is going to be really good uh, for you to know. So I'm going to ask the, the, the guys, the ushers, if they'd come and go ahead and, and take care of those buckets and they'll, they'll give those giving buckets going through. And if this is the way you want to give today, we say... Thank you. God bless you. If you want to give online, you know you can do that. You can give through our giving app. Lots of ways to give. So we just want to say thank you for that. But a few things coming up on the church calendar. First of all, this Saturday is going to be our men's breakfast. This Saturday, I think we've got, there we go, 8 a.m. right here in uh, the youth center. So we just want to make sure the guys are aware of that. And then also uh, for the ladies, we have the uh, Christmas brunch on December the 8th, and uh, that is also, uh, I think, maybe not, but uh, I know there will be Sandy by this fireplace right out here in the lobby. If you've not got your ticket yet, please do that, and uh, that's going to be great. And then our kids are doing a lot of stuff in this incredible Christmas season, and so uh, they got the cookie exchange, which is one of my favorites, because anything that starts with cookie, I'm in, and uh, so that's going to be happening. And then they also have the Advent uh, kits. Uh, Pastor Janine has put together some amazing things for our kids. So parents, don't let your kids miss out on these Advent kits. And it's just a way to celebrate. It's a way to really bring the whole uh, meaning of the season home in a fresh way. 
and to make sure that Jesus is right at the center of it. And uh, so also our Christmas Eve Eve service, which uh, as you know, every year, the night before Christmas Eve, we do a Christmas Eve Eve blowout. Now, we know that multiple families have to go multiple directions on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So that Saturday night, we're going to be having an incredible time of celebration, candlelight, uh, special music, uh, followed by an incredible reception time. I'm telling you what, this is one of the high marks of the year. And some of you right now say, let's see, what was last year's like? Oh, yeah, it got snowed out. Boo. Right. So this year, we're going to do double. Double the fun. Double the excitement. Double your money back. It's going to be amazing across the board. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be great. Um, so today is going to be a little bit different. You'll see on your uh, seat there, and several of the seats, we're talking about Big Give already. Big Give 2023. And uh, boy, this is exciting. And let me just give you a little um, heads up to what, what Big Give is. You know, in 2009, we kind of decided, well, man, what can we do? There's so much that we do for us, so much we do in-house for us, for our people, for we give and we're recipients of that by this building and the things that we can do. But what can we do that be outside of us? And I, I remember that first year, we got connected with the local fire department that was doing Toy and Joy Drive. I know that many of you have heard about that. And... We just started collecting toys, man, new toys, and our lobby just became full of new toys. It was crazy. We bagged them all up. On a Sunday, this big fire truck pulled into the parking lot. All of our kids took all those toys out. It, was, it felt so great. We said, we've got to keep this going. We love this. And we started with this thought is, what if the biggest offering we ever received was for somebody else and not for us? And so, I tell you, 13 years ago, we started that, and doing the math, it's over $300,000 in giving over that time. You might remember, we, we built an orphanage in India one year. We gave the keys to a new bus for crisis uh, daycare one year. That was a fun one. It's still driving around town. I love that. We did projects in Carleton. We helped uh, uh, every child Oregon with our DHS. We, there's been multiple things that we've done over the years. We've remodeled Love, Inc., and... There's all kinds of things we've been able to do. And this year, uh, I'm very excited to talk about our partner this year, and it's Vine Medical. And I'm just going to invite um, Scotty Dolan, if you'd please come up here. Her husband, Chuck, is with her today. So welcome for, and thank you for uh, bringing. <laughs> Scotty is from Vine Medical. And you're going to say, what's that? We're going to find out more about that right now. So I'm just going to let you get comfortable and get that. So first of all, thank you so much for being here. And uh, every year, as, as we look, it's got to be kind of a God thing. It's just not something we pick. We just say, you know, how can we do this? But it was like, God, what would you lay on our heart to be a part of this year? And uh, I've, I've driven by Vine Medical. Uh, and I have to be honest, I didn't notice it much. Um, you might remember... Years ago, or in the past, they had what they call Crisis Pregnancy Center here in Newburgh and one in McMinnville. And uh, those have consolidated into Vine Medical. And I'm telling you, our team went and we toured through this beautiful facility. And we could not have been more impressed. Scotty was an incredible host, so thank you for that. But you just walked us through the vision, the ministry, what's happening there is quite amazing. So... Uh, again, welcome. Why don't you just give us an intro to Vine Medical a little bit? 
Well, okay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I've been so welcome this morning. And, you know, this is just a continuation of worship because everything we're going to talk about is because of Jesus. Mm. And God's stories is what fills uh, Vine Medical's story. So um, the Pregnancy Counseling and Information Center was formed in 1987 in McMinnville. This was after Roe v. Wade passed, and some people got together, four people from four different churches, and they said, is there a way we can speak into helping women who might have a crisis pregnancy? Because in the 1980s, if you were pregnant and you were not married, it was a crisis. You had to leave high school if you were pregnant. You sometimes would go live with an aunt out of, out of the city and have your baby, or um, it was quite different than today. But so there were these just four churches got together and formed a 501c3 nonprofit, religious nonprofit, so we could speak Jesus into those places. And um, one of the members, the founding members, is still on our board. So I really love the longevity of care we've been able to offer. So we started the McMinnville Center in 1987, and God blessed that, and we got extra funds and so we started the Newburgh Center in 2002, and then a gentleman built us a clinic in Lafayette. He said, my dream is for you to have medical care here, for you to have an ultrasound here. And so he built us a 2,500 square foot building, and um, we started the two-year process to become a medical clinic, which is a big deal, and um, God just blessed that. I wasn't there at the beginning. I was hired at the end of 2018 after a 30-year executive director. And um, so God just pulled me in on this little carpet of um, momentum that was moving forward and much prayer had taken place. And a medical clinic is an amazing thing to have. So I'll let you ask me any more questions if you want yeah, to. Um, so I kind of have those slides there. I can show you, or the next slide is our board of directors. And, um, the ex and John Mahaffey on the left was the founding member, Pastor oh, John wow. Mahaffey, if some of you know him. He's yeah. a Newburgh pastor. And then the other exciting thing is, if we had this slide updated, one of your very own members would be up there because Hannah Barry Roshak is on our board of directors now. So, yes. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. I think uh, sometimes when we hear Crisis Pregnancy Center and we've, the experience we've had with it, Doing the best they can starting. I mean, nonprofit means usually <laughs> nonprofit, right? And you just scrape together what you can. But walking into this clinic, uh, just beautiful facility, uh, first class, um, it really uh, shows the credibility that's there. And just to hear your partnership with George Fox University Nursing Program, how those interns are coming through there, and the uh, partnership with uh, Providence Newburgh. Medical Center, I mean, for me, I just went, wow, these organizations, the high credibility to put that kind of trust in Divine Medical, let me just put it this way, You're, you guys got your stuff together, and it's very well done, and it's, it's uh, very professional, and just being able to see the facility, it's really beautiful and very well done, and to have registered nurses there to be able to walk uh, families, both men and women, uh, women as they're going through this, the husbands, the boyfriends, sometimes they're not there, but just to really provide that counseling, it's in a very important moment in their life. Sometimes I'm sure I can't imagine maybe the crisis that comes out. Tell us about when someone comes into your office, 
Um, I know there's a process, yes. but there's a counseling room where you just kind of get to know them and their need. Okay, so there was a lot in what he said. Did you catch that? <laughs> I'm going to circle back because, so these are all God stories. So when you become a medical clinic, the first thing you have to have is a medical director. So I knew one gentleman, Dr. David Johnson. He's an OB, Providence OB. Many of you may have, maybe he delivered your children. And he agreed to come on staff as our medical director. And he's with Providence. So already we have an OB medical director. A lot of our clinics just get any doctor to be their medical director, but we wanted an OB because we're doing prenatal care. And then the next thing that happened was we needed a nurse, and the nurse that God brought us was an OB certified nurse. She graduated from OHSU, she's a brilliant nurse, but she also loves Jesus, and she loves women, and she loves to share the love of Jesus. We want every moment of the um, visit in the clinic to be to have contain spiritual care. So as, as Dave said, we, we have an intake process that weaves in spiritual conversation. We actually ask them about their spiritual health. We ask them about, are they a Christian? Do they go to church? Um, how, how is their relationship with God? Because the philosophy is, no matter what they come into the clinic saying they need, if they don't know that God loves them personally and that Jesus came and why, then that's their need. And so we very intentionally um, introduced the concept of prayer and asked them if they would appreciate prayer, kind of see where they're going. We can ask them right there. You, you didn't check anything about a spiritual journey or anything about a relationship with God. Is that because you don't have a spiritual journey to speak of? And this is the answer I get many times. Oh, actually, I was raised in a Christian home, but I couldn't check Christian because, I mean, I'm pregnant and I'm not married. And so that gives me kind of an insight as to what she thinks about Christianity and what she understands about grace. And um, so anyway, we ask that question. We speak a lot about that because we really want to be able to share the gospel. And I do that in a very simple way. We have that, we have a picture of that. Um, it's slide 14. I'm just gonna really care quickly show this because it's kind of neat. Um, I use this cube called the Evangel Cube that was used for international missions. How many of you have ever seen this before? Okay, a couple of you, so it's really exciting. So the thing about it is I can just ask the patient, has anyone ever told you um, how much God loves you and why Jesus came? And then depending on their answer, I like, can I just take a few minutes and share that with you? So everything we do is by patient permission. So we ask their permission, and then very conversationally, I think I'll have you hold this. Yes. Um, I can talk about God's love and goodness here, and I can talk about man's separation because of our sin. I can talk about Jesus on the cross. Depending on how they were raised, they may never have heard that Jesus was a person that actually lived. I've had someone say, I thought that was just something you said when you got angry. So we're in a situation now where there are literally people that don't know, and I can say, oh, interesting. When Jesus was alive, you know, they had, they wrote and there's stories written down about him by eyewitnesses in a book called the Bible. Like some people just don't know this. And so I can talk about Jesus, that he died for our sins, that he was buried and he rose again. And then the interesting thing is you're looking at this right now, not at me. So see, it's easier for the patient to be looking at this. And then I can talk about that there's a pathway that's now open for any sinful person to walk into a relationship with God because of the cross, what Jesus did, there's one way, it's through the cross. 
And then I can talk about Jesus offering this as a free gift to them. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to bring you into the light. And he wants to um, be with you forever. So that's what I get to do. And that's why when you come and tour like Dave, I can say right there in, in that chair is where, where they hear the gospel. And they can pray right there to accept Christ. So that's critical to what we do. We don't want to take that spiritual component out of the medical component because otherwise we're just another nonprofit giving away stuff, right? We really want to um, have the patients know Jesus and be offered prayer. So, um, and the other God stories, so our OB certified nurse who can talk about anything related to pregnancy and um, then that allowed us to have a connection with the George Fox nursing students and they're like, wait, you have a community health clinic and you're doing ultrasounds? We want our nurses to rotate through there. So the senior nursing students rotate through there. Well, then we have these amazing George Fox nurses. And the first cohort, oh, I have a picture. Why don't we show a picture of um, first our nurses? That's slide um, five. Yeah. So these are our two beautiful nurses that I want you to meet. So Lisa is on the left. She's our OB certified nurse. And then um, Sarah was a George Fox student who was our first rotating cohort. And she just was like, how can I volunteer here? I love it here. And she started volunteering. I thought, we've got to get her on staff. Um, nurses are smart. We want to compensate them. And so she joined our staff. And now she's ultrasound trained. And she's a labor and delivery nurse in Salem. So three days a week, she's doing labor and delivery. And then on Mondays, she scans. And then she can talk about labor and delivery. So the scope of what God's allowed us to do because of who he's brought on our staff is quite phenomenal. I just, um, we're having a new nurse come in the clinic on Tuesday who said, I don't know, God just kept telling me to come by. My specialty is postpartum and lactation. And I'm going like, oh my the mic off. Okay. I'm so excited. That's good. Okay. So that's what God does, and that's the God stories. And if you come for a tour, you get to hear yeah. some of those. So now I'm off track. Yeah. So where do you want to go? Yeah, you lost some of us at lactation. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I apologize. No, no, no. Let that's me okay. show you the let me show you the George Fox students. So um, slide 19 is just a a little picture of the students that have come through. These two gals came last year. And look at their smiles. My nurse is so excited to be able to share a vine with them because there's no community health clinic that does what we do. So you have a faith-based college and a faith-based medical clinic. These nurses get to come in and pray, right? They don't get to do that in other clinics. So it's, they love us. And so anyway, that's the George Fox connection. Our, our nurse also goes and lectures yearly. She's been invited to lecture on abortion procedures and um, risks of abortion procedures because no other nursing program that we know of is talking about that. And so the nurses need to know that because they experience that in their clinical setting. So that's another thing you can pray about, that George Fox connection. It's pretty exciting. One of the things that, now you're doing wonderful. I, I tell you, Scotty does such an incredible job of communicating and the joy um, she's not just there. This is, this is a passion. I love it. And uh, one of the things that you brought out with, you know, okay, they've got, they've got certified uh, nurses there to be able to do these ultrasounds. And uh, you were saying, you know, sometimes if what, the last time you had an ultrasound, guys, women, or, you know, but anytime we go into the hospital, you know, and they say, well, let's take a look at that. How many have ever been in that room? You don't have to give a testimony or anything. But, and the person, the tech there is going, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. 
and you're going, what, what? Oh, you have to talk about it with your doctor. Oh, you have, you know, you ever been there? It's just like, you're just in the dark and they're just, you know, you're reading their face and they're like, mm, mm, mm. you know. <laughs> Having a certified nurse there, she can walk through everything that's happening on that screen. This room is beautiful. It's not only got the, the uh, ultrasound, it's got a huge big screen, as you can let's see. Yeah, let's just um, and uh, so they're sitting there watching us all and having a trained professional nurse be able to say, here's exactly what we're seeing. Here's why we're seeing it. And I thought, that is so great. It's just, there's nothing that's, you know, fuzzier in the dark. It's just, and I think that's the thing that I, I grasp as we walk through just the spaces, you know, the, the entry, the, even the, the waiting area is just very beautiful and professional. Um, then you walk into that room where you just counsel and it's, it's a very open. Uh, let, me, let me bring some authentic. He's trying to tell this. you that you really need to come in for a personal there tour. There you go, that's it. <laughs> because you know, here, here's, the, here's the bad thing, or the, 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 the frustration that I have personally, I'm just sharing my own story. It's just like, this has become so political, said Captain Obvious. You know that, right? And as soon as anything in this genre comes up, all of a sudden we've got a political issue. And the assumption is that there's a lot of coercion maybe and you get into there and they're gonna suck you in and try to change your mind. I loved every, the, the, the way the, the building worked, the way you operate and the way you, you give care and worth and dignity to these patients that come through and everything, like you said, is with permission and they're telling you a lot of things and just kind of leading you where you're going just by the things that they're sharing. And I just thought that was so great and um, that it's just such an incredible thing, I think, for us to be able to get behind and be able to, to uh, support and, and say that we want to partner with you in this incredible ministry. Can I speak about the ultrasound scanning yeah, for a minute? Yeah, please do. Okay, so this is a brilliant thing that has happened because if you train a nurse to do the scanning, she's already trained to educate. She wants to, to speak into every aspect of what they're seeing. And so it's an expensive endeavor. Um, to get a nurse trained to do ultrasound is about a $15,000 investment. And then they have ongoing training every year to keep their skill set up. They have to go off-site to do many scans to get very competent. So we send them off to a bigger clinic where they can maybe do 30 to 50 scans a day. So, um, but it's really worth it because what happens is the nurse will be talking about the ultrasound and this is what we would look for and this is how it would work and would you like one? Okay, let's move forward with your scan. And she'll say, you know, I told you that I was gonna be scanning here up in your bladder area and then I'm gonna be going over into your uterus here and now I'm in your uterus. Is that my baby? Like right away, like you don't have to tell them anything. This is where there's no coercion needed and we feel like our ultrasound room, the Holy Spirit speaks very loudly there. Wow. They, they see what they're seeing and they even say, what's that flickering, is that, is that the heart beating? So mm. the nurse doesn't have to do any, um, any the, the patient is telling the nurse what she sees. Well, tell me what you're thinking about now that you see this. And um, so that's one of the really precious things about having a nurse who you're already very comfortable with, then she does that scanning and moves forward with the, with the um, patient appointment. Another great part of your clinic is this baby boutique. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, you go into another room with all this uh, beautiful new uh, everything from zero to 12 months, clothing and, and all kinds of equipment. Talk to us about that for a second. There we go. Thank you, Shelby. Well, um, we have three rooms full of baby items. 
And that's another fun thing about the tour. We have one that we call a pre-sorting room because we really want nice new things. So when people say, what can we give Divine Medical? You know, I have something in my attic that's been there for 25 years. Do you want it? Yeah. We, you know, no. So I try to say things like, oh, we want our moms to just have the nicest, newest things. Do you have anything with that still has an instruction book that you bought in the last few years, right? So we have these beautiful items and we like to say, we can provide almost everything you might need to bring a baby home. And when you think about it, that's not a lot, right? They need a place to put the baby. They maybe need an extra little bouncy seat, diapers they need, and um, clothes. But we, we have just three rooms full. One is a boutique. We call it our little life-affirming glimpse of a boutique because patients that are in a place where just they're just really still in that undecided spot. I just was not wanting to be pregnant now. I'm not sure I can afford a baby or... They see our life-affirming boutique, and that's another reason to tour, and we just see their faces change. One girl came in and just cried as her aunt said, I told you, honey, there are people that want to help you. But it's just a little glimpse, and you kind of see if the patients go to the little boy clothes or the little girl clothes, and you can just have a little dialogue about, you know, that this is another service. We provide everything is free. We tell them all these things were given to us, so we freely want to give them to you, too. Yes. I can talk a little bit about the education courses, too, at this time, Absolutely. unless you want to. Absolutely. So we also, we do not compete with the OB clinics. We want to see them for their, just, their very first confirmation ultrasound scan. And once we do that, they can come back for return scans in their second and third trimester. That helps us to build our spiritual care aspect with them. But what our job really is, we want them to become the very best patient for their OB doctor. So we want them to know all about what's going on, how far along they are. We want to give them prenatal vitamins so they can start taking those. And we want to let them know we have courses available that can walk you through every trimester of your pregnancy. So we have um, something called Bright Course, and I'll have this out at the table. But we have, there's over 250 lessons on here, and it's a live stream, so it gets, it gets sent to their phone or email. They click on a link and they watch a video. They get to pick five at a time. And um, they can watch them for two weeks and get more or rewatch one if they didn't have time. Uh, and that's an, ex uh, an expensive, um, that's about a $2,000 yearly um, gift that we give to our patients. But we want to just get them as informed as possible. And then the cool thing that I love to do with this is they have fatherhood classes. So the father of, baby, the, father of the baby is important. Um, and we invite them into the clinic. We always say, bring your support person. And if it's a gentleman, we really, oh, who did you bring with you? This is my boyfriend or this is my fiance. And then we have him actually go through an intake process and we talk about fatherhood classes, and we offer them. So we tell them, you might not have had a great dad. Some people did, but not everybody. And these classes can help you learn just how to be a great dad. And so that's another thing. We really want to come alongside the father of the baby with mentoring opportunities, and they're just very important. So that's that. Isn't this cool? I mean, there's, there's a lot to this, and I love it. Yeah, you bet. Um, So in addition to our, the commitment we're making financially, as you can see there, and uh, next week, starting next week, we'll have ornaments like we always do on the tree, on two trees, and they're gonna, same. Next week, uh, Scotty and, and Chuck are going to Carleton and gonna be telling the same story in Carleton, so I love that. And at both campuses, we'll have the ornaments, and 
whatever God lays on your heart to give, that ornament is a symbol that the first thing I'm gonna put on my tree represents a gift that I'm giving to somebody else, which I think is gonna be great. But we're also gonna have a brand new pack and play sitting right there. Some people, you wanna give money and then you wanna do something else. I wanna pick out a onesie, okay, do it. Um, I'm fresh out, but listen, you can, yeah, that's a bad, it's almost as bad as lactation. But anyway, uh, but new stuff, not old stuff, but brand new stuff, and you wanna put into this pack and play, diapers, um, bottles, anything that could be used that can go in and be a resource to give and freely to people. Um, so that, just a little heads up that you're gonna have lots of options on how to give, not only financially, but that way. And, you know, uh, we believe in financial miracles. We believe in being a part of the process. And so what God's gonna give through Family Life Church, we like to say, you don't just give to a church. Sometimes you can give through a church. So we're gonna give through a church to bless this clinic. But when you were starting with the medical side of it to be uh, certified as a medical clinic, there was a dollar amount that was pretty large. Can you share that story? Because that that's an awesome story. Well, let's wait on the picture for a minute, Shelby. Um, let's wait on that. I can surprise them. So going medical is very expensive, and you have you know, consultants that come and help you. And they said, well, basically, you need to have $50,000 that's set aside before you even begin. And you need to be able to have 30000 a year, at least, just to keep your, your medical com commitment going forward. And we had $24,000 that we'd set aside. Every once in a while, people would give a designated gift for ultrasound, and the board didn't exactly know what to do with that. When would we get one? But they kept that money, so we needed $26,000. And we sat around the board table going, okay, okay, we're like halfway there, but we don't know yet if God really even wants us to do this. We need to pray, God, do you want us to go medical? Is that what you want for us? We have the building, but we don't want to get ahead of you. Um, and we kind of sat around like, we're not sure how we would raise $26,000. Would we go to 26 churches and ask them each for it? You know, we were kind of bouncing ideas around. And we decided, okay, wait. We just need to pray for a month. We need to pray and ask God to tell us, do you want us to go forward with this medical component? Um, and that was a Tuesday. Well, on Monday morning, a gentleman walked into, um, into the clinic with a Velveeta box. So now you can put up the slide. It's a very special slide, it's a Velveeta box. This is the Velveeta box he walked in with. And he said, you know, my wife died and she put some money away over the years in this Velveeta box for care in later life because she had polio as a child and she knew she would need medical care. And so she's just saved this money and God literally woke me up and said, that's where she wants her money, at the pregnancy Counseling and Information Center at that time. And he walked in with this box, and I said, thank you, how nice, um, a Velveeta box. Um, I, I was kind of new. I didn't really know very much how to behave, I guess. So I took the Velveeta box, and I said, we'll send you a receipt. And then my administrative assistant and I got together around a table and opened the box. And there were all these teeny little paper-clipped um, 
morals of money, right? And we're opening it going, huh, is this a $500 bill? Do they, is that real? Five, 10. We're starting to count. We got up to $7,000 and I said, should we lock the door? Like, <laughs> I didn't even know what to do. And so we're counting money and counting money and putting it in piles and recounting and guess how much money was in the Velveeta box? $26,000. And so, yes. <laughs> Yeah. That, that is so great to see how God has been supplying. And uh, I love that. How many are going to go home and look for a Velveeta box? <laughs> it's like, yeah, all mine's got is cheese. But um, wow, what a powerful thing. And so when we come alongside, when you listen to what the Holy Spirit's going to say to you, and because he's going to put something on your heart to be a part of this, and it's great when you see that God has brought people before us, before we even knew that was there, that was supplying the need. This is a God thing. And when God does it, he supplies it. But I love it when he uses us to be a part of that. So it's been neat to see those miracles along the way um, where God has just supplied what you need. And, and when we said uh, that our goal is $25,000 and maybe more than that will come in, but we're gonna gift that to the vine and say, wherever you think you need that, whatever the need is, we wanna see it go because we know uh, the heart of this organization, we know the integrity of this organization, and the fact that we have one of our own members as a member of the board, that was just a bonus. But So uh, I know there's so much that we could say, and if you have time to take a tour, um, I would encourage you to do that because this really is a beautiful place, and you just get the spirit of it. And there's a memorial garden out back. I know we don't have a whole lot of time to go into that, but I want you to go and experience that. So that, that's on your to-do list if you're able to go tour this and have them take you through that and just what that means. But Can I how, speak about that for one thing? Absolutely. So it's the Pregnancy Loss Memorial Garden because as we go through patient intake and we ask about their pregnancies, if they've had a miscarriage, sometimes we're the very first person to say, I'm so sorry about your miscarriage. Can you tell me what happened? This is a missing component of care in OB clinics is letting women grieve. No, sometimes I ask them, where are you in the grieving process about your miscarriage? I don't know, I'm just angry all the time. You know, that's a stage of grief. Some people kind of get stuck there. We can talk about that. So we, we did the memory, um, the pregnancy loss memory garden to actually have a place in a grief loss care class. And we're very blessed to be able to, to do that, to allow women. It's really tragic if you've had a pregnancy loss. Gentlemen, you don't know, I mean, you can't quite comprehend it, but one day you're pregnant, the next day you're not pregnant. And there's all kinds of hormonal changes that happen, and it's very difficult, and there's just not really anyone talking about it. So we thought that's within our scope of care. We can add that to our component of care. So that's what the garden is about. And we had about five churches that said, we'll help with the garden. Some of them brought the rocks, some of them brought the plants, some of them put the bark dust in. So it's just a community-funded garden, and it's for everyone. Yeah, and it was just kind of a, a surprise, a, a great surprise to see, and I love that word, this a holistic approach that, you know, we care about you. You know, you come in because of the crisis, but I, we can see the care for that person. Uh, really, no matter what the decision they make, that care is there. And, uh, and just to have someone that walks alongside you and just tells you, you can do this, and we're gonna help you, and we're gonna resource you, I think that's so powerful. So I know a lot of times 
You're where people are gonna ask you, and this isn't an easy answer, but how can we help? I know we're gonna donate, I know we're gonna pray. How can we help? How would you answer that? Well, I have a little slide. I have a slide on that, I think. Ways to participate. Is that what it says? I have to take a peek. Okay, so guess what's at the top of my list? This is only for you to get a more of a vision of what we do there. I love it because when I say, please pray for our patient that we're scanning, you'll know that room. You'll have been in there. You could pray in that room. We also have a monthly newsletter. I brought a few examples of one. The one that we did last month, um, the back of it is all patient reviews. So you can hear from our patients, and that's important for me to, to share with you. Um, there's also the opportunity to pray. That usually is at the top of the list. That's the most important thing that we do. Really, prayer is the ministry. Everything else is just an outgrowth of prayer. So praying for us, we have an email prayer team, and we tell our, our um, people when they come in, oh, we could have 200 people praying for you today. If you'd like to fill out our prayer request sheet when you leave, they can be praying for this situation right now. The fact that you are going to be evicted and you really need a place to live and you're thinking about moving back in with your mom, right? So um, it's all anonymous, but we can share some specific requests if you want to be on our prayer team. Um, then we have two opportunities a month where people come in the clinic and pray, which really blesses me. It's two Saturdays. Uh, the first Saturday of the month, the ladies come at 9 o'clock. And the third Saturday of the month, men come at 7 o'clock. And they are in our building praying for our patients and staff. It's very meaningful to me. Um, and then there's just other ways that I thought you could pray for our team. Um, we always ask for prayer for patients that they can find us. We are kind of a best-kept secret. But people find us when they put in pregnancy help in Yamhill County or pregnant or need an ultrasound, they find us. But we can always, we would love more patients. And that's a wonderful way to pray. And the ones that do come in, pray that um, we hear their heart and that we can speak into where they are and, and share the love of Jesus with them. Yeah, wow. Oh, and then you were talking about stuff too, yeah. right? So then... Sorry. That's good. So, um, yeah, so we, our boutique has all um, tags on it. When people come and give, we want things that... So we take things from birth or, or preemie um, through 12 months, and just anything... You, I can ch I'll chat with you at the table about that if you have more questions. How's yeah, that? yeah. So I know some people just love to, to bring something, so we can do that. And, uh, well... Uh, let me tell you, I know you, if we had the time to really tell the whole story, uh, we would be here a long time. There's so much more to this, and I hope this is just the introduction of our relationship with you and this clinic. And so I just want to say thank you for your leadership, and uh, I know that God's brought you in for such a time as this, and just everyone we met at the clinic, from the nurse that was there, the receptionist, just such beautiful people. And uh, so we want you to know that... Uh, when you think of Family Life Church, that here's some people that are, that are on board and praying for us and with us, and uh, not only gonna be gifting everything we can, but also just be praying for you. So uh, we're just gonna pray that uh, God would meet the needs of this clinic. I think we're very fortunate. Yamhill County has got one of the best clinics. Isn't that great to know? And uh, so I love the fact that um, both Carlton and Newburgh can partner together because this is our county and we're gonna see uh, great things happen that we have this great resource. And, uh, I can say one 
Okay, not a problem. The other thing that I don't always, that I need to share that churches don't realize is that we want to see every pregnant woman in Yamhill County. We just don't want to see those women, right? We want to launch every pregnancy with a life-affirming message. We want every pregnant woman, whether she's married or not or has insurance or not, to get the kind of quality care that she can get and spend time with us. Um, so everyone is welcome at Vine. So please, if you find out you're pregnant, call us first. We'll take care of you. Oh, that's awesome. Can we pray for Scotty today? And in extension, we're praying for Vine Medical, for the staff, the patients. But just stretch your hand this way, and we're going to pray over her. Father, I just thank you right now, God, for Scotty and Chuck, for their ministry, God, for their hearts, for these families, uh, women and, and uh, dads and entire families. God, I thank you for this ministry that you've raised up. God, thank you for the miracle stories of how you've supplied uh, through cheese boxes. God, it's just amazing. But God, we just pray for blessing, for covering. God, we pray for supernatural provision. God, I pray that you would increase the foot traffic to this place and that the life-affirming message that Jesus loves us so much and the grace that will cover us no matter where we are, no matter what we've done, no matter how long we've done it, no matter who we've done it with, God, nothing can separate us from your love and your grace. God, I pray that just in Scotty's life, as she gives these tours, as she leads this board, as she leads this ministry, God, that you would just give her wisdom and covering. I pray that 2024 would be one of the greatest years yet of, of just vision and anointing and discernment. And so we pray all these gifts. And God, I pray for us as a church, as we partner, that God, you would give through us in a big way. We call this a big give for a reason, but God, would you just lay it on our hearts to do something just kind of crazy big that we didn't even see coming. So God, I pray over these next six weeks, everything that comes through our church to this ministry, that it would be blessed, it would be anointed, and that it would be put to the use that just is gonna reach so many people. So thank you for this day, this different day that was just an incredible surprise, and we bless you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. Amen. Thank you. Would you just, uh, thank you so much. Yeah. And right over there. Scotty will be at the table in the lobby if you'd like to uh, see more information, if you'd like to just ask a question. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm real excited about this. This is going to be great. Thank you so much for being here. For those of you who are watching online, there's ways to give online. You're going to see the big give in our drop-down menu if you want to give online, and, and uh, you can go right to it. But uh, would you stand with me today? Um, we have our prayer wall right here on the left-hand side of the room, and we're going to have people there that love Jesus and would love to pray with you. One of the greatest things we can do for you before you leave today is to pray over you and to pray with you. So uh, don't leave today if there's anything that we can pray with you about uh, or someone that you love that we can pray about. If you're online, just let us know how we can pray for you and, and our prayer teams will be on it and we wanna pray for you. So I know that there was a lot today, so I'm just gonna pray that God would just encapsulate this, be able to seal this up in our hearts and our minds. And I pray that God would bless you and keep you. I pray that God would turn his face towards you and shine his countenance on your life and give you peace. Jesus, thank you for surprises along the journey that we experience today. God bless you as you go live the life today.
Hey guys, this is Pastor Dave. I just want to say thank you for joining us today for this podcast. You know, at Family Life Church, our vision is to create a safe, authentic environment where people connect with Jesus. And we don't believe it's an accident that you joined us today. You know, if this message meant something to you, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on our website at myflc.org. Or you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Family Life Church Newburgh. And I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and you can listen regularly. And I just want to say thank you and God bless your week.